then Roethlisberger commits to plenty of play action in the new Steelers offense. But is it too late to teach old Ben new tricks? Welcome to the Steelers Update Podcast from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers, so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. At age 39, with a surgically repaired elbow and some questionable knees, Ben Roethlisberger has seen the light. That is, if you believe his post-OTA press conference this week, the future Hall of Famer is a reformed and even reborn quarterback. Gone is the Big Ben content to sit back in the shotgun, then fire off a short pass within seconds to avoid moving around much and eluding a big hit. In 2020, Big Ben wielded the shotgun more than Elmer Fudd in those classic Looney Tune episodes. It worked for a while, but soon Pittsburgh became all too predictable. Defenses awakened to the fact that Ben wasn't moving much, diagnosed he was dumping the ball short and quick and often too low time and again. Soon, Steelers' passes were being batted down left, right, and center. The statue-like Big Ben and the one-dimensional Steelers attacked found themselves stuffed. They couldn't run the ball, and now they couldn't throw it short, which was supposed to make up for the lack of a running game. Instead, the Steelers' O had a whole lot of nothing. It all ended with a late-season swoon and then disaster at home in the first run of the playoffs against the Cleveland Browns. Now, Big Ben and the Steelers are talking about a whole new offensive approach. Clearly, the cornerstone of that attack will be rookie running back Najee Harris. In fact, it's now a two-headed monster in Pittsburgh. Yeah, you have Big Ben at quarterback, but just as big or bigger than Big Ben will be Harris in that Steelers' backfield and going out for some of those passes as well. There is no question Harris will be featured prominently in the Steelers' 2021 attack, especially after team president Art Rooney II made the Steelers' rusty running game a top priority this offseason. But the question remains, can Ben move the offense and move within the new offensive plan as it is being drawn up by offensive coordinator Matt Canada? Canada has some big plans to have Big Ben back under center. There will be rollouts. There will be play action. There will be lots of movement and a lot less shotgun and pop gun that was both the Steelers' offensive signature and its ultimate undoing last season. Roethlisberger, who has had his disagreements with plenty of offensive coordinators in the past, is saying all the right things right now. He's willing to do all of this and more in service of a Steelers Super Bowl. His mind is willing, but is Big Ben's body and are those knees? In a revealing Q&A with reporters, Ben had some interesting things to say about whether his elbow is really 100%. The quarterback now doing battle with Father Time also talked candidly about wearing down physically as the season wore on in 2020. 
it's not good as there is an added 17th game in 2021. Finally, Big Ben protested way too much when it came to his perceived dislike for taking snaps under center and employing play action as part of the Steelers' offense. Hey, the stats just do not lie about this. So is it Roethlisberger who is lying to himself about what he can and cannot still do? Alas, there remains many more questions than answers. In fact, only the season will reveal some of these remaining Roethlisberger mysteries. It's why all the smart analysts, at least nationally, are heavily doubting the Steelers. Big Ben says bring it on. He likes this team and he loves Najee Harris. That's the part I do believe. Harris embodies the biggest and best reason for the Steelers' 2021 hopes. Those hopes have Big Ben talking Super Bowl in what could be his last season. Roethlisberger swears he will move heaven and earth and move within the pocket to achieve it. But it's easy to talk the talk in early June. Only when the bullets fly for real in the regular season will we know if Roethlisberger really is comfortable under center. Or will Big Ben retreat back to the shotgun where it's safe? We dive deeply into astute analysis of what Ben is and isn't saying about this new Steelers offense. And we take an emotional journey back to the Cower Power days of Bill Cower with his new autobiography. Inexplicably, however, Coach Cower does not include a major Steelers chapter involving New England nemesis Bill Belichick. We'll tell you all about that, what is and isn't in the autobiography coming up. And it's all here in this surefire edition of your Steelers Update Podcast. And be sure to check out my Penn Live column first thing Thursday. It will be packed, as always, with plenty of memes bringing this week's Steelers saga to life. But right here, right now, let's get right to it. Hey, Roethlisberger certainly was revealing in his post-OTA Q&A with the Pittsburgh media. Here's the quotes right from the self-analyzing quarterback as chronicled by Mark Caboli with The Athletic. On the decline of Big Ben's deep ball in 2020 and whether his surgically reconstructed elbow was to blame or something else, like not being able to generate power from his lower body because of those weakening knees, Roethlisberger replied thus, quote, You know, Mark, I was going to say that I had total reconstruction on my elbow, so that had something to do with it. No excuses. My arm feels great, though. Unquote. But there was a but and a big one from Big Ben. He added this, quote, I'd like to wait to answer that question the more we get into the season and see how it feels. Right now, it feels really good. My arm was healed, obviously. I played. It was healthy. But I think anybody that has big surgery, it almost takes like that first year back. You are back, but you're really back and feeling great, are you? That's why I want to reserve that answer to that question till we get into the season a little bit to let you know how my arm feels compared to last year, unquote. In other words, Steeler fans, the jury is still out, way out, on how Big Ben will perform in 2021. In fact, he is waiting to find out. 
So what are the hopes that things could be different going into this season? For starters, Big Ben has written himself his own off-season prescription. Plenty of rest. Quote, I took a lot of time off throwing this offseason, and I really hope and think it pays dividends this year. I will take that playoff and those games on me feeling worn down and not playing good enough football at the end of the season, unquote. So there you have it. He's resting up because he wore down in 2020, clearly. But clearly it was more than just Ben physically degrading as the season went on. The offensive game plan just was blown up in the Steelers' face, and we'll get to more on that. In fact, there is a new offensive coordinator in the form of Matt Canada who is promising more snaps under center, play action, and movement in the Steelers' attack. Gone will be play after play of Big Ben in the shotgun, then firing off a short pass within split seconds without much movement or design. We read this as 39-year-old Ben not being able to move much these days in terms of how we explained that Steelers offense of last year. You know, Ben liked the shotgun and he was comfortable there for whatever reason. Maybe it was those questionable knees. I mean, I took a lot of heat in last week's podcast about raising the the specter of Ben's knees and maybe they are arthritic. But hey, you know, you're looking at the evidence of last season. But this Big Ben, this 2020 Big Ben in the interview, says he will be mobile this year. Should we believe him? That's another question. And it is reason to doubt the Steelers, at least among the experts, nationally. But Big Ben claims he never wanted to become a Steelers statue, taking the majority of snaps in shotgun. Here he is on Matt Canada putting Roethlisberger on the run. Quote, well, we have gone under center. We have shotgun. He has more motion. But I feel like this is where the NFL is going right now. A lot of the jet sweep motions and stuff. I can go under center. I never said I didn't like it. We will be in the gun. We will move. Like I said earlier, we will throw a lot of different looks and schemes at and things at people. And we'll see what works. Unquote. Hey, by by that, you can call it a Steelers offensive overhaul in the works under Matt Canada. And here is the guy pulling the trigger. Quote, I think this offense is going to be completely different. You will see nothing that you have seen in the past. We are going to try to literally throw everything at everybody so that we won't be predictable. In all seriousness, there is a lot of new. For someone who has had a similar offense for a long time, verbiage-wise, it is taking some extra studying. But it is a fun new challenge, unquote. Hey, that's great. It sounds great. Ben sounds great. But that's the plan on paper. What transpires when the bullets fly for real come the regular season and Roethlisberger is pulled out of his comfort zone in the shotgun? Who knows? But the facts as gathered by Mark Caboli in his athletic column, shows there is reason to doubt this new Matt Canada offense and what could be the futility and ultimately the failure of trying to teach old Ben new tricks at this late date. Here is Caboli with his large dose of cold water. He writes, quote, 
Roethlisberger was under center only 47 of 646 times last year. In the years between 2016 and 18, he was under center 78, 75, and 72 times. If it was something he wanted to do, he would have done it more. Some of it surely had to do with the running game scheme, which has now totally changed. The Steelers need to take advantage of the play-action pass, and to do that, you first have to get under center. And if Roethlisberger is willing to do that, as he said, that's half the battle, unquote. All from Mark Caboli, who had a great article in The Athletic. My take is this. Big Ben's mind may be willing, but is his body and are those knees able to do it? We shall see. That, my friends, is the unanswered Steelers future that awaits us in 2021. Now, for an interesting look at the glorious Steelers past, we turn to this. Cower Power has a powerful new book entitled Heart and Steel. Here's how Ed Bouchette with The Athletic sums up Coach Bill Cower's poignant new autobiography. Quote, it's more than an autobiography and much more than a football book. As Cower told me when we talked, co-author Michael Hawley, quote, pulled more stories out of me than a licensed therapist would, unquote. It's a memoir, Cower said. I revealed more about myself than I have before. I kept them pretty much rolled up in my sleeve, unquote. But one of the things Cower does not cover that is of high interest to Steelers fans is the Spygate scandal that engulfed Bill Belichick and those New England Patriots and may have cost the Steelers at least one Super Bowl appearance. Yet Cower, in the autobiography, blows up the theory that Belichick's camera work at Steelers practices cost his team a ticket to a Super Bowl. Bouchette writes this, quote, Cower insists that New England knowing the Steelers' defensive signals because of their previous illegal taping was not the reason the Patriots beat the Steelers in AFC championship games in the seasons of 2001 and 2004 at Heinz Field. He and Belichick have been friends back to when they were both assistant coaches and sharing information in the offseason on various strategies. The two still see one another on Nantucket Island, where Belichick has a place and while Cower visits a friend there. Cower did not want to point the finger at Belichick over Spygate. Quote from the coach, We go back pretty far. I have a lot of respect for him. He loves the game. We shared a lot of time together and time off the field teaching each other about linebacker play and defensive backfield play. It came down to us being finalists for the 1991 Cleveland Browns job, and he got the job and I didn't. We went from friends to adversaries the next year because I found myself the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. As we competed against each other, it was just a great competition, unquote, from the classy Coach Cower. And as for why Cower has remained in the CBS football studios, not on a pro football sideline, here's what he says about never getting back into the game of coaching. Quote, 
I talked to some owners because I didn't want to seem aloof, Cower told Bouchette. Every time I went through the process, it never got very far. I wanted to go through the process of just talking to people to see, do I really want to go back to this? I knew what it would entail, but I go back to the same thing. I had the best job in football, and I was in another part of life. And life is about transition. I didn't need that to define me. Did I think I was walking away from a Hall of Fame career? I did. But as I transitioned to my new career in broadcasting, the new life I had, I didn't need to go back to validate anything, unquote. Hey, indeed, this book finds Bill Cower looking back at all the laughs, the tears, the victories, and the defeats, but feeling fully at peace. The coach tells Bouchette, quote, I have no regrets at all. And I think that's what you'll see in this book. I have a lot of lessons I learned about playing, coaching, being a father. How do you deal with people? When you lose someone, how do you deal with grieving? I went through grieving with three daughters, and I talk very openly about that in my book. Part of life is not to have regrets. But what did you learn from it? Did you grow from it? I'd like to think I haven't stopped growing, unquote. Hey, I'll tell you. Sounds like a great book. I haven't read it yet, but you can bet I am. And for Steelers fans, it sounds like a great gift for Father's Day. So there you go. Put that on your list for all the dads out there. And that is your Steelers Update Podcast for now. Download it every Wednesday afternoon wherever you download your favorite audio. And, of course, log on to PennLive.com anytime for your real time Steelers news.